Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Minister Bernard Merrill. That's right. I'm back. I'm excited, and I'm forever grateful, as always, to be back with you all back here on PKN Radio, Purpose Kingdom Network, Blog Talk Radio. What's up? What's going on? I missed y'all. It's been a minute. Uh, The last couple of months, I had a lot going on. So we did not have the By Faith We Good podcast, but we did do um, a rebroadcast of it, of one of the episodes. So I pray that you tuned in and just got refreshed and got some new revelation out of what was previously taught. But I have a new word for you on tonight from the Lord. That's right. It's your boy, Minister Bernard Marrow, here on the By Faith We Good podcast and radio show on Purpose Kingdom Network, Block Talk Radio, PKN Radio. What's going on, Facebook, all my Facebook family? What's going on, all of my Instagram family? What's going on, all of my Purpose Kingdom Network family, all of you who are out there listening all over the world? What's up? What's going on? Can you tell I missed you? I missed you. That's right. I missed you. And I ain't scared to say it. So check it out. Uh, it's about Faith Be Good podcast. It's an hour of faith-building encouragement that will lift up the name of Jesus and draw all of God's children closer to him. So I'm excited about nourishing your faith tonight. I'm excited to have the opportunity to encourage and inspire you to increase your faith in God's word and who he is. What's going on to all of Purpose Kingdom Network Messenger, all of God's messengers, Purpose Kingdom Network, the Purpose Kingdom Network family, you know who you are. What's going on? What's up? All right, check it out, family. It's the 1,711th episode here on PKN. Come on, clap your hands where you at. Give God some praise because God is truly doing a great work here at Purpose Kingdom Network. I'm glad to be a part. I'm glad for all that God is doing. I'm excited. I'm grateful, humble, giving God all the honor, the glory, and the praise, and pray that you do the same. So check it out. As always, open up in prayer, and we're going to jump right into the Word of God. It's three minutes after the hour. We only got an hour, so I got to get as much in as I can so that you can receive, thus saith the Lord. And so we've been in this new series, family, titled your faith in motion. And tonight, we're going to be doing part five. That's right. Tonight, we're going to be doing part five of the series titled, Keep Your Faith in Motion. All right? And so, let us go ahead and open up in prayer, and we're going to jump right in. Hallelujah. Come on, I encourage you to worship the Lord, our God, our Redeemer, where you are, in your home, on your job, even if you're driving. Stay focused. 
But come on, open up your mouth and give God some praise. Hallelujah. Lord, set the atmosphere where we are. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. Hallelujah. We honor you, God. Hallelujah. You're so worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for all you're doing. Thank you for all you will do. Thank you for your new grace. Thank you for your new mercy. Thank you for your favor. Thank you for your amazing love. Your love that is unconditional. Your love that is unfailing. Your love that is never ending. Your agape love. We say thank you, God. Hallelujah for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Thank you for renewing our strength in this new day. Thank you for waking us up in our right minds. Hallelujah. Father, we decree and declare this is the day that you have made, and we're going to continue to rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Lord, that no matter what's happening in the world, you give us your peace that passes all understanding and keeps our hearts and minds through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that your joy is our strength. Thank you that you are our refuge. Thank you that you are our fortress. Thank you that you are our light and our salvation. Thank you that you are the very strength of our life. Thank you, God, that you are our strong tower. Thank you that you are a wonderful counselor, the Prince of Peace, the mighty God, the everlasting Father. Thank you that you are the God who restores. Thank you that you are the God who heals. Thank you that you are the God who delivers. Thank you that you are the God who provides. Thank you for being God and God all by yourself. We decree and declare as we know it to be true. You are the only true living God, the only wise God, our Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We decree and declare tonight, have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Hey, have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Set your words on fire tonight. Set your word on fire tonight, God. Set your word on fire. Hey, set us on fire. Set the atmosphere on fire in the name of Jesus. We want to be on fire for you, Lord. Have your way tonight. Bless your word that it go for boldly, that it be a blessing unto your children, that we install it, live by it, and share it with others. Walking by faith and not by sight Standing firm on your word I pray tonight that someone will rise And ask the most important question they can ask What must they do to be saved In the name of Jesus Be glorified tonight, God Have your way, Holy Spirit In the name of Jesus Hey. Have your way, Holy Spirit, have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, we pray, amen. Woo! Hallelujah. Come on, give God some praise where you are. Give God some praise where you are. Hallelujah. This almost turns into a prayer meeting. Glory to God, y'all know. If you got a prayer life and you love to talk to God and Acknowledge God and worship him in spirit and in truth. 
Ooh, sometimes you just can't help yourself. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for all of us, come on, our soul cries out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me calm down. So check it out, family. We're going to do Keep Your Faith in Motion, part five tonight. And I want to encourage you tonight with the word from the Lord, right? So tonight, here's what I want you to do. Don't get weary, but keep it moving. Yeah, come on. Don't get weary, keep it moving. I want to encourage you tonight, whatever you're believing in God for, put your faith on it. Come on, we're going to get into this tonight. Ooh, come on, don't get weary, but keep it moving. Whatever you're believing in God for, right. So I want to read Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 to 10 in the new, uh, matter of fact, in the King James Version. And then I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. I believe I have time. Hallelujah. Because we're going to break this down, all right? And so have your way, Holy Spirit. Um, Galatians chapter 6, verses 1 to 10, right? I'm going to read it. In the King James Version, I'm also going to read it in the New Living Translation. Let's go. So in the King James Version, the Word of the Lord says, Brethren, be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. But let every man prove his own work. Then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For every man shall bear his own burden. Verse 6, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good. Be not deceived. God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, shall he also reap. Somebody say, you reap what you sow. Verse 8, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption, but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Verse 9, here it is. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We shall reap if we faint not. One more time for the Holy Ghost. We shall reap if we faint not. So verse 10, the word of the Lord says, as we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Ah, that's something to think about. How are we treating each other nowadays? Come on, that's something to think about. All right, so uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 1 to 10, in the New Living Translation, I'm reading the same verses I just read, but we're going to read it in the New Living Translation so we can break this thing down a little further, all right? All right. So the word of the Lord says, Dear brothers and sisters, if a believer is overcome by some sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back. Come on, say help somebody. And be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Come on, help somebody. Don't get into what they got stuck in. Come on, your job is to help them get out of it 
not engage in it with them. All right? All right. Come on. Verse 2. Each other's burdens, and in this way, obey the law of Christ. Think you are too important to help someone. You are only fooling yourself. Come on. We got to humble ourselves, family. He says, you are not that important. Verse 4. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done, and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Come on, don't get caught up in social media. Come on now. Don't get caught up in social media. Don't be worrying about what other people got, what's happening in other people's life. You got to be grateful for what God is doing in other people's life because if you can witness what God is doing in somebody else's life, that means he's able to do the same in your life. Come on, let's go. Verse 5, for we are each responsible, here it is, for our own conduct. Those who are the word of God should provide for their teachers. Be appreciative, right? Sharing all good things with them. Verse 7, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. In other words, once again, you will always reap from what you sow. Verse 8, those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit, the Spirit of God, that is. So let us not get tired of doing what is good. At the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up, if we don't give up, if we don't give up. All right, verse 10, therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone especially to those in the family of faith. Now, check this out. I'm going to go back a chapter. Obedient to the Spirit of God. And I want to read Galatians chapter 5 and verse 1. I want you to pay attention to this because the Lord wants me to reiterate something uh, with you all. Now, for the past couple of months, I have not done the By Faith Be Good podcast, but we're live tonight. And there's something that I share with many of you who received the morning text message of encouragement and inspiration, uh, those on social media who tune into the daily post of morning encouragement and inspiration. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we were in Galatians chapter 5. And I want to read Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, and then we're going to jump into it. So check it out. The word of the Lord says, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty with Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. One more time. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. So let's get into it. So I wanna I wanna go over what's been happening throughout these chapters of Galatians, right? Paul is writing to a group of Christians in the region of Galilee. He met them when he traveled through their area and preached the message of Jesus to them. He, he met them when he traveled through their area. They heard from Paul that through having faith in Jesus' death for their sins on the cross, they could be forgiven by God and welcome into his family as his children. They believed. They believed. Paul went to go preach the word of God. That 
them know that if they had faith in what Christ had done on the cross, if they had faith in who Jesus is, that they would be forgiven and accepted into God's family, and they believed. But later, a group of Jewish religious leaders from Jerusalem, they showed up to add to what Paul had taught, showed up to add on to what Paul had already taught the Galatians. These men said that it was good to believe in Jesus, but they also said that men must be circumcised and all must follow the law of Moses to truly be included into the family of God. Without the works of the law, nobody could be saved. So these men were teaching wrongfully. They were trying to get these, uh, the, the Galatians to be bound. They were, they, they were, without whether they knew it or not, they were teaching in a way that will cause God's people to be in bondage because God literally already through Christ has delivered us from the curse. He delivered us from being under the curse. We no longer have to live according to the law of Moses. Let me put it in another way. We no longer have to follow religious rituals or ceremonies because now we have direct access to Christ, we are no longer under the curse. We are now under God's grace. Hallelujah. And so these religious leaders, after Paul had already taught the word of God through the leading of the Holy Spirit, they come to add on to it to tell the Galatians that, oh, yeah, you can believe in Christ, but if you ain't circumcised, you ain't getting accepted into God's family. And so has spent the last, you know, throughout these chapters, he has spent time building a case against these teachings. The Galatians were basically being influenced and led into bondage to live according to the law. Paul is expressing that their freedom is through Christ. There's freedom through Christ, and not only is there freedom, not only are you set free, but you can remain free. The reason the Lord wanted me to start in Galatians chapter 5, verse 1, is because those, those false teachers, you know, they are so eager to win. They, they were so eager to win their favor. Their intentions were not good. They were so eager to win the Galatians' favor, their intentions were not good. So in other words, family, you got to be careful when people try to direct your attention somewhere else instead of on God and where God is leading you. Can I say that again? You got to be careful when people try to direct your attention somewhere else instead of on God and where God is leading you. So Paul taught that this treasured freedom we have in Christ, it is ours by grace because of God's grace through having faith in Christ it is this very liberty that we have in Christ's finished work at Calvary, which has released us from our former way of living, from our former legalistic yoke of bondage, and set us free from the curse of the law. And so Paul lets us know that we've been set free to stay free. Come on, shout that out wherever you are tonight. You've been set free to stay free. 
Hallelujah. You've been set free to stay free. So God never intended for us to be bound or in bondage to anything. Social norms, anger, unhealthy relationships, our flesh, frustration, depression, none of that. Anything that hinders you or keeps you in bondage is not from God. It is God's will that we stand firm in the freedom in which Jesus Christ has already set us free. God wants us to enjoy our freedom through Christ because God wants more for us. Come more to become who God truly created us to be, to overcome every obstacle, to press through every challenge, and live life abundantly. Why? Because who the Son sets free is truly free indeed. And because we've been set free through Christ, Chapter 6, here it is. After exhorting the believers in, 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 in Galilee, warning them of the things they should avoid, Paul may have known they were feeling overwhelmed with the responsibilities of, a, of the Christian life. And so he encourages them with the words of verse 9. He says, let us not be weary in well-doing, be weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. So Paul, perhaps better than anyone else, knew how wearying the spiritual battle can can be at times. He knew that at times because of this spiritual battle that we face, he knew that it can cause weariness at times. And so he ends his warnings about sin, the work of the flesh, the deceitfulness of the world by encouraging the Galatians and all believers to remember the joyful harvest we will reap if we persevere in doing good. Paul lets us know after he corrects the teachings that was the, after he corrects the wrongful teaching that these religious leaders did, he had to clean it up with the word of God to let them know that you've already been set free through Christ. He had to let them know that you've already been set free, so you have a responsibility to remain free. So now he's letting them know that not only should you remain free, but you should not allow yourself to become weary. He knows that this spiritual battle that we face because of what happens in the spirit realm, because this, our, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, because we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Come on, our battle is in the spirit realm. Our battle is having a prayer life, pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations that come against the knowledge of God, binding what needs to be bound, and loosing what needs to be loosed decreeing and declaring the word of God by faith to know that our victory has already won through Christ. So Paul is letting us know through the leading of the Holy Spirit, not only should you remain free because Christ has already set you free, not only should you allow anybody to wrongfully teach you or influence you, but also you should not allow yourself to be weary in well-doing because at the right time, you're going to reap the harvest God has already put in place for you if you persevere in doing good. Paul urges the Galatians not to grow tired 
of doing good. Doing good is hard work, especially if someone begins to doubt whether or not it matters. It's urging the Galatians to keep living in a way that is consistent, family, that is consistent with what they believe. They are free people in Christ, and God's spirit is with them. Spirit is with them. God's spirit is within them. God's spirit is all around them. Can I tell somebody tonight that God's spirit is with you? God's spirit is within you, and God's spirit is all around you. Eventually, Paul letting us know. Eventually, if we stay consistent, eventually, if we keep pressing forward, eventually, huh, we will overcome. Eventually, we will reap the fruits of our labor encourage somebody tonight. I'm coming to encourage you tonight, family. Don't let what you see or how you feel or where you are stop you from being faithful in what God has called and created you to do, the purpose he created you to fulfill. I've come to let you know tonight, don't get weary, but keep it moving. Keep your faith in motion. With God, we never give up. God will always work out everything for your good on your behalf, in your favor, in every area of your life, every day of your life, all the days of your life, because what Jesus Christ has done, it's already done. Because of what Christ has done, it's already done. Somebody say that you, come on, come on, come on, encourage yourself tonight that you can rest in the finished work of Jesus Christ. You don't have to be weary. You don't have to worry. You don't have to be frustrated. You ain't got to be stressed out. You ain't got to freak out because of what you see or what you hear. What you need to do is stand firm on the word of God and make sure that you are pressing forward. Every situation for your good behalf, no favor, every area of your life, you are his child, he loves you endlessly, he's always going to care for you, come on, it will never leave you hanging, never abandon you, faithful to fulfill his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You don't have anything to worry about. So I encourage you tonight. Get weary. Keep it moving. Serving. Keep showing up. Putting your hands to the plow. Keep laboring in God's word. Come on. Somebody ought to shout. Keep pressing. Keep praising and keep praying. Keep pressing toward God. Keep praising his holy name and keep praying for things to change because God is not a man that he shall love, nor the son of man having to repent. If God said it, it is so, and so it is. And I like the end of that verse because the end of that verse says, God has commanded the blessing, and the blessing cannot be reversed. God has commanded the blessing, and the blessing cannot be reversed. Can I encourage you tonight, family? God has commanded for you to be the head and not the tail, 
and it cannot be reversed. He's commanded you to be above only and not beneath, and it cannot be reversed. God has commanded for you to be a lender and not a borrower, and it cannot be reversed. God has commanded for you to be blessed when you go, blessed when you come, blessed in all you do, blessed everywhere the sole of your feet shall tread, and it cannot be reversed. Because God is for you, no one can come against you, and it cannot be reversed. Nothing can separate you from the love of God, and it cannot be reversed. Hallelujah. Come on. If God willingly did not spare his own son, why would he not freely give you all things? And it cannot be reversed. Somebody shout, don't get weary, but keep it moving. Keep your faith. God, we don't give up. We don't quit. Persevere. Overcome. Triumph. Thanks be unto God who always calls us to triumph. God makes us win. He anoints us to win. He equips us to win. Ah, 1 Corinthians Chapter 10, verse 13, the word of the Lord says he'll always provide a way of escape. God will always provide solution. This is why you got to be in tune to what the Lord is saying. You got to be like the sons of Issachar. You got to discern the time because you got to be in tune to what God is saying. You got to be in tune to how God is leading you. You got you to gotta be alert and aware when you get an unction from the Holy Ghost <laughs> because God will always provide solutions. God will always provide strategies. God will always give instructions. When God said in his word that he will provide a way out, that's what he was talking about. See, see, see? There's a difference between faith. When God shows favor, that means he makes it easy. When God shows favor, he just does it. The money just shows up. The unexpected check just comes in the mail. When God shows favor, the house is just yours. When God shows favor, the car is just yours. When God shows favor, the job is just yours. When God shows favor, it's easy. He just makes it happen. But you ought to make sure that you are also in faith. Difference between faith and favor. Provides a way out. He wants to give you a business idea. Anybody out there going through a financial struggle, we got to tap in to the spirit realm because God is getting ready to give you a download. He's getting ready to give you a business idea. He's getting ready to give you an invention. He's getting ready to give you a strategy. He's getting ready to give you a, a, a new level of creativity so that you can do what needs to be done in order to come out of where you are. Be weary, but keep it moving. Keep your faith in motion. Whatever you're believing in God for, I want to encourage you tonight to put your faith on it. Tired in doing what is right, in doing what God has called us to do. It may get hard sometimes. I know it does. It gets hard. Come on. I'm talking to God's people all over the world. I'm talking to God's people in the U.K. tonight. I'm talking to God's people in Canada tonight. I'm talking to God's people all over the world. Come on. 
TKN is not just in the U.S. Glory to God. I'm talking to the nations tonight. I know it gets hard sometimes. I know it gets tough sometimes. I know the going gets tough and it gets rough and it gets hard. And you have moments where you feel like you can't make it. You have moments where you feel like you're ready to snap out. But I'm here to let you know tonight, don't snap out. Don't get weary. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't get tired. Take your rest. Listen, pace yourself. Let the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your heart and mind through his son, Jesus Christ. Come on, take a break. Take a breather. Inhale. Exhale. Relax yourself. Clear your mind. Come on, ask God to purify your heart. Ask God to purify your thoughts. Ask God to have his way in your life. Position yourself tonight, and as you press forward, to allow God to refresh, renew, recharge, restore, and revive you. Don't be weary, but keep it moving. You can't, you can't afford to be held back, family. So check it out. I get tired of doing what is right and doing what God has called us to do. It may get hard sometimes, but we can't give up. You got to keep going. You got to keep pressing, keep praising, and keep praying because in due time, God is going to turn it around and work it out for your good. Somebody needs this word tonight. This is not, uh, all right, hallelujah. I'm trying to contain myself because I feel the spirit of God, but I have more to give you. Hallelujah. So have your way, Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus. Here's the thing. We're not on here tonight just to have an experience. No, 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 no. We're not on here tonight uh, just to be seen. No, we are not. We're not on here tonight just to uh, get all riled up. No, we're not on here just to go through the motions. We're on here because somebody needs an encounter with God. We're on here because somebody needs a breakthrough. We're on here because you need the word of God. And once you receive the word of God, you can put your faith on the word of God so that God's word can become your reality. Keep pressing, keep praising, and keep praying. Keep pressing towards God. Keep praising his holy name. Keep praying for things to change. Get ready to turn this thing around for you, family. No matter what the situations look like, you're getting ready to reap if you faint not. Every seed you've already sown, time you've lended a helping hand, every time you've lended a listening ear, every time you were there for your church family, every time you were there for those on your job, every time you were there for your family, God has not forgotten about your good deeds. God has not forgotten about the seeds you've sown. God has not forgotten about your faithfulness, your dedication, and your hard work. He knows where you are. He knows you by name. He knows the very number of hairs on your head. God knows you from the inside out. He created you. Nice to let you know, don't get weary, but keep it moving. If you're believing in God for you got to put your faith on it. Let me break this down for you. To be weary, feeling, showing of tiredness. I'll break this thing down. Come on. You know, I got to 
I got to break these words down. We need the full understanding. God, when he gives a word, he does not give it halfway. He does not give some. God gives us a full understanding through the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on. Shout hallelujah tonight. Hallelujah to your name, Jesus. So to be weary is the feeling or showing of tiredness. To be weary is, watch this. I'm going to help somebody tonight. Watch this, family. To be weary is no longer be interested. Hey, you might, not have, you might not have seen it that way. Come on, let's go tonight. We're going to break it down. To be weary is to not be interested. So you're supposed to be up God's word. So you can go to God in prayer. So you can reassure yourself through the word of God. God is faithful. You know he's going to come through for you. Because of what you've been going through, because of what you've been seeing on the news, because of personal opinions, people who did you wrong, because of other people who lied, because of people who didn't keep their promise, because of what you've been through, you're no longer interested. Dragging. I'm lazy. You become content. There's a strong level of comfortability resting on you you to break out of it tonight. You're not as eager to pray anymore. You're not as eager to jump into the word of God. You're not as eager to go to God first because you know that going to God first is the first order of business no matter what's happening. To be weary is to no longer be interested. You cannot allow yourself to get to a state of no longer being interested in who God is when God has been too good to you. Be weary, it also means patient. All of us have been impatient. I've been impatient. The Lord has dealt with me on that, and he's still dealing with me. midst of waiting. Can I encourage you tonight? Can I encourage you tonight? Hallelujah. Even in the midst of waiting, there is a purpose in waiting. Come on, let's break this thing down. Stick with me. Stick with me. Come on now. Stick with me. Don't leave. Stick with me. Let's break this thing down. When it comes to waiting, to waiting, it is, watch this. Watch this. I'm going to help you tonight. See, we look at waiting as boring. We look at waiting as something taking too long. But check this out. Even in the midst of waiting, there is a purpose. When it comes to waiting, it is, here it is, let me bless you. When it comes to waiting, it is to stay in a place of expectation. <laughs> there it is. You know what? Let's keep it going. When it comes to waiting, it is to stay in a place of expectation. It, it is when you are in, in, in a moment or going through a season of waiting on the Lord, the purpose, the midst of the wait, the focus on who you're becoming while you're waiting. The purpose of going through the wait is to focus on who you're becoming while you're waiting. More important 
focus on who you're becoming in the midst of the wait to focus on what you're waiting for. Because the reality of the matter is you're going to get what you're waiting for. You just got to make sure you're ready, ready to release it. Because if you're not ready, when God is ready to release it, then you may miss it. You don't want somebody else to pick up what you allowed to fall. You don't want somebody else to pick up what you allowed to fall by the wayside. You gotta, you you gotta know who you are in Christ. Understand that because of who you are in Christ, you can sit in the seat of expectation. The Lord said in His Word, "We are seated in heavenly places." What was God saying when He said that? That we are seated in heavenly places. What was God saying when He said that? Can I, can I, can I help you tonight? God was saying that we are above it all. He's not saying be arrogant. What he is saying is you are above every situation. You are higher. You got to raise, you got to rise above. You're seated in heavenly places. Understand your position. Rise above it. Consume you. Rise above it. By staying faithful. Continuing in your forward movement even in the midst of the weight. Let me help you. Come to waiting. Come to waiting, family. Hallelujah. When it comes to waiting, there is a place. That is the, that is the place. Waiting is the place between promise and fulfillment. Let me say it another way. There is a place between promise and fulfillment called time. There is a place between what God promised and fulfillment of what God promised. Fair for correcting me. There is a place between what God promised and the fulfillment of what God promised. And it's called time. This is the place help you. This is the place of change and transformation. Change and transformation. Come on. Let's humble ourselves so God can work on us. So he can change the way we think. So he can change the way we speak. So he can change the way we respond to situations, people, places, and things. So he can transform us into who we truly are in Christ. Uh, There's a place in between what God promised and the fulfillment of what God promised, and it's called in the meantime. That place is the place of change and transformation. Is there anybody out there tonight that says, I'll wait on the Lord? Because even when I'm waiting on the Lord, that means I have an expectation. I'll wait on the Lord because even when I'm waiting on the Lord, that means I have an expectation. And because I have an expectation, that means I'm expecting God to show up suddenly at any time, at any moment. I've got the confidence and the faith to know that God, will never leave me hanging. Even in the midst of the weight, I 
know that God can show up suddenly. I know that suddenly miracles can manifest. I know that suddenly financial provision can become available. I know that suddenly doors can open. I know that suddenly God can make ways. Even in the midst of the wait, I wait with an expectation because I know that God can show up suddenly at any time, at any moment. God can show up and do what needs to be done. I am confident that I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living because God will not leave me hanging because he can't fail. He never has and he never will. Somebody shout, don't be weary, but keep it moving. I know I'm preaching. I can't help it. Y'all know I get excited. But I pray that you're receiving this understanding and this revelation tonight that you cannot allow yourself to get weary. You cannot allow yourself to tap out. You got to keep pressing, keep praising, and keep praying. Before I close this thing out, I want to give you this, family. I want to do this, rather. It's 45 minutes after the hour. And we don't want to take this moment for granted. Right? We want to give you. I'm going to say you. I was getting ready to say someone out there, but I'm going to be direct tonight because I know you're there. Yeah, I'm in the spirit. I know you're there. I want to give you this opportunity to make the greatest decision you will ever make in your life. There's no other decision that you will ever make in your life that will be greater than the decision to accept Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord says in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Romans chapter 10 and verse 13 says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Can I help you tonight that it don't matter what your past is, it don't matter how old you are, what your race is, your nationality, it don't matter where you've been, who you've been around, and what you've done or any mistakes you've made. It do not matter. If you call on the name of Jesus tonight, being fully persuaded, and who he is, what he's done, and what he's able to do, that he is the only true living God, the Savior of the world, that he died for your sins so that you can be reconciled back to God the Father, so that you can have a right relationship with God, so that you can be forgiven and live life abundantly and eternally, and believing that he can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to his power that is at work within you. John chapter 20 and verse 31. Shout out to uh, evangelist Cheryl Johnson. She, she taught me this verse in seminary school. Uh, John chapter 20 and verse 31. But these things are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, that Jesus is the Son of God, and believing that ye might have life through his name. It's written. And because it's written, that means it's established. It's done. If you believe that Jesus, 
He is Jesus Christ. He is the Son of God. You believe that you will have life through his name. Tonight is the night that your life will change for forever. Tonight is the night that your life will change forever. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me for I have sinned and falling short of your glory. And I believe that Jesus Christ is God. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. I believe Jesus Christ rose with all power. I believe Jesus Christ so real so alive. Jesus save me. My Lord personal Savior come into my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life and have your way. Holy Spirit, come into my heart. Come into my life. Stay in my life and have your way so that I live and his way. In Jesus' name, amen. Family, if you repeated that prayer after me for the first time, you just got saved. If you fully believe in what you just declared, if you believe in who Jesus is, God is not a myth. He is not a fairy. He is not a fairy tale. God is God. God is real. I encourage you to choose relationship over religion and faith over tradition. Have a real personal, intimate relationship with the Lord, getting to know him for yourself, the Lord Jesus Christ, and and be open to however God desires to lead you. When you flow according to tradition, you put restrictions and limitations on yourself. Tradition is a cycle. It's the same thing, the same time, the same way every time. You got to break out of tradition. God wants to elevate you to new levels of creativity. He wants to he wants you to do what's not ordinary and what's not average to advance his kingdom. If you repeated that prayer and it's not your first time, that's fine too because all you did God to have his way once again. Get ready. Don't get weary. Keep it moving. We encourage you to get into a Bible-believing, teaching, preaching church where they can help you grow spiritually through the word of God. Family, I love you. I'm going to close this thing out. But before I do, I have our announcement. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen. Thanks so much uh, for tonight's program, Minister Bernard. Uh, truly enjoyed it and appreciate it. Real quickly, I'll go ahead and do the announcements. This is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's broadcast. No matter where in the world you're listening to us, whether you're listening to us on phone or by Internet, uh, we greatly appreciate those that uh, share with their friends and family members. Um, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And uh, when we do that, our live broadcast, we have a calling number, which is 319-527-6091. And anytime you want to talk to the host, you can just press the number one, and we'll get you in as soon as we can. Uh, also, we do have uh, 
our past broadcast, which is on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Uh, you can simply type in the host name or the show name, and you can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. And um, also, we uh, invite you to like us on Facebook at Purpose Kingdom, uh, where you can, uh, when you go there, you can go see our upcoming shows and advertisements and our upcoming events. Uh, we do have a radio uh, radio network, which is PKN.com. Uh, feel free to check it out. It is PKN.com, where you can hear 24 hours of music of inspiration. And uh, don't forget to tell your friends and family members. All right. And uh, we're also uh, broadcasting wherever uh, podcasts are broadcasted. Uh, just simply type in Purpose Kingdom and like us, and that way you won't miss a single episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. Uh with uh, God's will, God's blessing, we'll be joining us tomorrow evening at the 8.30 p.m. hour. Um, it's going to be uh, my show, which is going to be self-expressions. Uh, it's going to be at 8 o'clock. And once again, with God's will, God's blessing, please join us tomorrow evening at 8.30 for self-expressions. And that's going to be hosted by me, Brother Robert Pop Pop Hudson. All right. And uh, one last announcement. Um, uh, our very own Minister Bernard uh, had a book signing. And also he has uh, his second and third book. And uh, one of them is the three Ps, things, and um, and that comes from the series Things That Contaminate Your Faith. And um, so uh, it was released uh, uh, today, and his second and third book. So um, please uh, feel free to pick it up, uh, Things That Contaminate Your Faith, the series. Um, in the three Ps, uh, you can go to HTPS, uh, semicolon, uh, backslash backslash a dot co backslash d uh, backslash five nine seven four four si. Um, also, um, you can just um, listen to Minister Bernard, and he'll give you uh, probably a better way where you can um, order those books. Um, so, uh, Minister Bernard, I want to turn the show back over into your hands. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, Brother uh, Minister Rob Hudson. All right, so check it out, family. I don't want to prolong this. Um, I do thank God. Um, I have my second and third book that has released today. To God be all the glory, honor, and all the praise. God gets it all. It all belongs to him. Um, <clears throat> one of the books is Things That Contaminate Your Faith, the series. Family, it is a 10-part series in one book. And that book came about um, last year. The Lord laid it on my heart to start a new series here on Purpose Kingdom Network um, and through By Faith We Good Ministry Incorporated. When it comes, uh, he, he laid it on my heart to start a new series titled Things That Contaminate Your Faith. And when I got to part eight, the Lord spoke to me and said, son, that's another book. I had already written the second book, uh, which is the three Ps. I had already written that book, and I was ready to uh, get that book going. And the Lord says, son, things that contaminate your faith is a book as well. And so basically um, I said, Lord, I'm going to release them both at the same time. (laughs) And uh, so God has allowed me to do just that. And um, they both came. They both came out today. The three Ps: keep pressing, keep praising, and keep praying. You heard me speak on that tonight. Keep pressing towards God. Keep praising His holy name. Keep praying for things to change. The three Ps is a book that will. It's going to encourage and inspire you to stay consistent in your relationship with God. 
in your relationship with Jesus Christ, no matter what comes your way, it is going to inspire you to stay faithful and stay consistent. There's also a testimony that I share in that book that's going to inspire and encourage you as well. And things that contaminate your faith, check it out. There are, there are ways about us when it comes to our feelings and our emotions. If we allow to take root, will contaminate our faith. I encourage you to get those books so that you won't allow your faith. You can find out what contaminates your faith so you won't allow those things to contaminate your faith. For you to get those books, family, all you got to do is go to Amazon and type in Bernard Marrow. Type in my first name and last name, B-E-R-N-A-R-D-M-A-R-R-O-W. Type in Bernard Marrow. All three books will pop up. My first book that I released in uh, November 2020, uh, Morning Devotional, Inspired to Press Forward, is 31 declarations and devotions that will inspire you to press forward by faith. And then now my second and third book are out today. They're on Amazon. They're on Walmart. They're, born, they're on Barnes & Noble website. It's on over 39,000 uh, online websites um, where you can purchase books. So you go ahead and get them. And I even believe, God, that these books will also be in stores. Glory to God. So check it out, family. I want to close this thing out. Um, thank God for the release of those books, and I know they're going to be a, a great blessing to you all, and God is going to get all the glory. Amen. I also have books on the way to me. So um, if people would like to get books directly from me, uh, email me at connect with ministermarrow at gmail.com, connect with m-i-n-dot-m-a-r-r-o-w at gmail.com, and I will have books that I can send you directly from me. And if you're getting your book from me, you know I'm on sign it. So you'll get a signed copy from me. I'll let you know when I get those books. I should have them by next week. So let's close this thing out. So here's the foundation of the series. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. I'm going to close this thing out. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. The word of the Lord says, For this cause also thank we God without ceasing. That means we thank God without stopping. He says, Because when you receive the word of God, which ye heard of us, received it not the word of men, but as it is in truth the word of God. Effectually worketh also in you that believe. So Paul is he's saying that thank God that when we spoke God's word, when we taught God's word to you, you didn't receive it as our words. You received it as the word of God. And so they were grateful for that. But then he says on the end of it, he says, God's word is at work in those who believe. And that's the foundation. Uh, God's word always being our foundation. That's the, this is the foundational scripture for this series. You got to keep your faith in motion because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. So bear with me for two, three minutes and we're done. The word of God has been given to us as a guide, as a directive as to how we should live. Paul expresses unceasing gratitude that the Thessalonians had responded with faith that preached the word of God. God's word is our guide and our directive, right? And so they accepted what 
he has said as God's word and not words of man. And so Paul understood that God's word um, had taken hold of their lives and was bearing good and spiritual fruit. What happens when we get God's word within us? We bear good fruit, good spiritual fruit, fruits of the spirit, the way, the characteristics, the nature of God. When you activate your faith, family, you activate God's word, and God's word becomes your reality. And you can begin to walk in your true identity in Christ. And so you got to get into the word of God so the word of God can get into you. That is why you have to keep your faith in motion. As I've shared with you all before, lastly, faith to be in motion, it is to be effective in use. To keep something in motion is to be consistent. It is to be a good steward over it, meaning I'm going to be a good steward over having faith because I'm going to make sure that I keep my faith strong in who God is. I'm going to make sure I keep my faith applied to God's word so his word can manifest in my life. I'm going to meditate on the word of God. The process of something being in motion means it is happening. To be in motion, it literally means it is happening. So once again, family, what am I saying tonight? When your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Everything that God has promised you, it is literally happening. When your faith is in motion, so is the breakthrough. When your faith is in motion, so is your healing. When your faith is in motion, so is restoration. When your faith is in motion, so is your deliverance. When your faith is in motion, so is your provision. The money is manifesting. When your faith is in motion, so is the new job. Doors are getting ready to open for you. When your faith is in motion, so is the vision. God is giving, hey, pastors, leaders, when your faith is in motion, so is the vision. God has divine connections in place for you. God has provision in place for you. God will never give you a vision without the provision. He has the money you need and the people you need on standby. We just have to make sure we are in alignment with God and that we are pressing forward in the way he desires us to. No matter what, family, keep your faith in motion. Because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. No weapon formed against you will never prosper. Every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned. That is the word of God. So I speak the blessing of the Lord over you tonight. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you. May he show you favor. May the Lord be gracious to you and give you peace. I want you to expect great things. I want you to keep your expectations strong because when you have great expectations, you have great faith. Keep your faith in motion because when your faith is in motion, God's word is working. Y'all already know, by faith we good, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And I look forward to seeing you all again soon next month as we come together and as always, press forward by faith. I love you, family. I'm out. Jesus bless. He raised me. I do not lose.
he saves me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Never wanna see me down, I will not lose. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.